Lord, we look to you right now for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Oh God, as we dig into your word, Lord, as we divide it rightly, oh God, according to the scriptures, Lord Jesus, I pray that you will send in your anointing. Let those who come on board, oh God, and those who are hearing will understand what thus said the Lord through your spirit. And let the manifestation, oh God, of this word be found in them faithfully. Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do in the precious name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. That's the name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank and praise God. Amen. We are here one more time in our Bible studies. And tonight we're going to move on a little bit. Um, we are going to go to chapter 10. Today is Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. And thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, could you turn it down a little bit more, Bishop? Thank you, Jesus. The music. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jesus. Today is Tuesday, September 29, 2020, and our topic tonight, the law can never, with those sacrifices which they offered year by year, continually make the commas thereunto perfect. Tonight we are speaking about the law and the continual offerings that the Jews make year by year the Bible tells us that the law can never, with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually, make the commas thereunto perfect. In our introduction, we find when we look back at Hebrews chapter 9, we find these words. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal life. So today in our introduction we see that the law and its requirements, the things it requires, proposes, and asks adherents to do can never can never, with the sacrifices they make year by year, can never make the commas there unto perfect. The blood of bulls and goats can never remove the conscience of sin. But in Hebrews chapter 9, it tells us that Jesus Christ is the mediator. Jesus Christ is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death, his own death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Our text today comes from Hebrews chapter 10. And I'm going to read the first two verses and then submit you into the hands of Bishop Stevens. Hebrews chapter 10. For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices 
which they also year by year continually make the commerce thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. Bishop Stephen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Edward Brown. God bless you. For that introduction in the name of Jesus. I, I don't need to give you so a whole lot more than what Brother Brown gave you. Uh, but if I should say anything, um, you know, we have heard the word from the beginning of Hebrews. This is all pointing to Jesus Christ. With the understanding that Jesus Christ is better he's above Moses he's above the prophets he's above the patriarchs he's a better covenant this is a better covenant we've seen where there are the types in the shadows have been laid ground the groundwork have been laid it is all set to bring in the new covenant of Jesus Christ the Bible said in verse, in verse 1, for the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the, com uh, the comers thereunto perfect. And so, of course, the, 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 the Levitical priesthood at that time, they had statues, they had, they had uh, you know, uh, commandments on what needed to be done uh, to give the blood sacrifices to, unto God. Uh, they had to do that at that time. But it, well, they're not able, they weren't able to remove sins. Amen. They weren't able to, to, to clear one's conscience. And so they had to do this year after year after year. It was a continual process. It was not perfect. It was imperfect. But it was necessary at that time. Keeping in mind that it was a shadow of what was to come. So that was temporary. Until that which is permanent was to come. So the very, it says you are not the very image of the things. Amen. Never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make a comer near unto perfect. So no matter what they did, no matter what sacrifices they gave, no matter how much bulls they killed, how many calves and lambs and dogs were sacrificed, it was not enough. It was not enough to cleanse sins, to wash away sins, to clean their conscience. It was just not enough. Amen? Amen. But then, but then would they have not ceased? If it was enough, they would continue doing it. They would still have priests going into the tabernacles, with blood sacrifices and blood offering to God. If it was good enough, it would not have stopped. Because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more of sin. But they had sins. Amen. It was Amen. So one of the things that we see yesterday was Yom Kippur and the Jews. Yes. They had their remembrance of sin. We welcome our minister and Sami in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome, woman of God. Amen. Now, on Yom Kippur, in a shadow and 
a type the high priest would once a year enter into the holy of holies he would enter into the holy place but this was a shadow under the law it was a shadow of good things to come it wasn't the very image it wasn't the actual yeah. thing and to this day the jews are still moving in the shadows they are practicing shadowy things things that are not open visible not the thing that the lord jesus christ accomplished once and forever but year by year continually because of their non-acceptance of messiah they continually seek a source of relief because of their consciences but if what they had offered under the law had the ability they would have ceased to offer it because they would now have a clear conscience their consciences would have been purged they would have yes. had no remembrance of sin but verses 3 and 4 says but in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again of sins every year for it is year, not yeah. possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins bishop stevens amen <coughs> and you're 100 right sir these sacrifices that they gave you know in it our remembrance remember now when jesus christ washed away our sins the word tells us that our sins have been cast into the sea of forgetfulness. Amen. Never to be anymore. Amen. So our sins have been washed away. Amen. Sometimes we find that our own selves keep going back to these old ways, remembering these old habits, these old behaviors, and keep feeling guilt. When Jesus Christ have already have already washed away our sins and cleared our conscience, we are still going back remembering these things. And so said, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again of sin every year. So they keep remembering their sins. For it is impossible, underline that word, mm -hmm. for it is not it is not for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. So in this world, in this yes, world, we have three groups of people. The Jews, the Gentiles, and the Church of God. The Jews, those who are year by year offering these sacrifices. The Gentiles, those who have not accepted Jesus Christ and live without regard to acknowledging God. The Jews... Amen are a witness of God unto the nations. So the Jews are saying to the rest of the <coughs> unregenerate men, there is a God and there is a penalty for sin. There is a sacrifice that must be made. But they're not speaking to the church. They are speaking to the unregenerate world. Because the Jews are God's witnesses to the nations. 
Jesus told the disciples, Go ye into all the world. He sent Israel, he made them a holy nation, a peculiar people as his witness to the nations. So the practices of the Jews speaks loudly to the nations because the law was not made for a righteous man. But right. the existence of the law is necessary for the lawless, the disobedient, the murderers of fathers and the murderers of mothers, the manslayers and the whoremongers. So it is necessary that the Jews do what they do because of the position of blindness that they are in. Blindness in part is come to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. So I told you there were two, three groups of people. The Jews who are under the law, God's witness to the nation, the Gentiles the Gentiles that have not the law, when they do by nature, the things contained in the law are a law unto themselves. Okay. But the Jews bring the laws of God to the nation. And then we have the church. The church is a composite of both Jews and Gentiles. Jews that have accepted Jesus Christ as Messiah. Gentiles that have accepted have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord. So, we are not under the law, but we are under grace. That sacrifice, Jesus, to the eternal spirit, sacrificed himself for the, <coughs> the whole world, and the church accepted the sacrifices. The sacrifice. The Jews did not. So the Jews continue to witness to the world, but now the church witnesses to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. So the Jews are God's witness to the nations. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 8 to 10, Bishop. Ephesians chapter 3. I think your mic is muted, Bishop. Ephesians chapter yeah, 3, yeah. verse Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8. Unto me, who am less than the least of all things, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the uncertain riches of Christ. One second. So Paul is a Jew. Yes. Paul is of the tribe of Benjamin. So it was Benjamin and Judah in the southern kingdom. And they were classified as Jews. Read that again for me, Bishop. Unto me. Unto me. Less than the least of all saints. Yes. Is great given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Sent to preach among the nations the unsearchable riches of Christ. Continue. And to make all men see mm -hmm. what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God mm -hmm. who created all things by Jesus Christ. So now he says and to make all men see both Jews and Gentiles to make all men see, both Jews, all men, and Gentiles see, read that again, what is the unsearchable riches, riches of Christ. Why? And to make all men see what is a fellowship yes. of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world had been hidden God. Hidden God. Who created all, 
who created all things by Jesus Christ. Why? Next verse. To the intent. To the intent. To the principalities and in powers in heavenly places might be known, might be known by the church, not Israel. Of God. Not Israel, but now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church. The, church. the church's message is to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. The message of the apostles and the Israelites is the message to the nations to speak unto the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see, both Jews and Gentiles, this great mystery. But now when you come in the church, your message change. You're not speaking down to men anymore. You're speaking up to angels and principalities and powers, the manifold wisdom of God. God had angels come down speaking to us and God have us speaking up to angels, making both sides know what they had not previously known. One more time, Bishop, from verses eight, from verse eight through ten. Unto me, unto me, all saints. Yes, is disgrace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Amen. So now verses 3 and 4 in Hebrews chapter 10 reads, But in those sacrifices... There is a remembrance again made of sins every year. Yom Kippur. Every year, they remember their transgressions. Every year, they remember their sins. Why? For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. It rolled back their memory. Roll back. The memory <laughs> curtains now and then, so he roll it back to the veil. Show me where you brought me from. Yeah, he roll it. Show me where you brought me from. But then, I could have been. yes, I could have yes. been with Jesus. I could. That's Amen. the Jews now. They could have been with Jesus. But he rolled back one more year, still looking for him. Blindness in part is come to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be coming because it's not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. But the fullness of the Gentiles have not yet come. But when the fullness of the Gentiles come, then all Israel shall be saved. Verses 5 through 7. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. 
Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Bishop Stevens. Wherefore, when he cometh <coughs> in the world, he sacrifice offering. When who cometh? Christ, Messiah. When Christ cometh, he said, sacrifice an offering. But a body, a body that was pre prepared for me, so Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Amen. Jesus Christ was manifested in flesh. Amen. Amen. Before when he came the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not. Don't want that. No, no, no sacrifices here. A body. But a body has thou prepared for me. Jesus Christ came in the flesh, manifested himself in flesh. Some can't get that, can't grasp that concept. Not yet. That he was Gotta flesh. take your time. He was God. Take your time. Just grasp it. It takes time. Yes. Uh, but it says in burnt offering and sacrifice for sin, thou hast no pleasure. David was one of them who said, well, you know, Lord, if you want a burnt offering and blood, I would have given it. Hallelujah. That's not what you want. That's not what you, you want, oh God. You know what you want now from man is a what? A broken and a contrite heart. heart. And that God will not despise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Lo, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me Amen. to die, to do thy will, oh God. My God, my God. Even shadow here, yes. Now here comes Jesus Christ. It was all about him. It was all being told you. This is him. He's now here. It was all written about him. Yes. Amen. And he has come now to do the will of God. He said to the scribe the Pharisee, he said, "My words are not mine." Amen. Amen. Because not mine, Amen. but him who sent me. Yes. So why don't you believe? Mm. My word, then I could understand you not believing, but it's not my word. I could come and tell you anything, but I'm giving you the word of God, the one who they claim that they revere. I am of Moses and Abraham. Amen. Abraham is our father. Mm -hmm. Jesus told them, Look, if, if you knew Abraham, let me tell you something. Before Abraham was, I am. I am. I am. I am. Hallelujah. So the book is written of me. Yes. I come in the volume of this book. Amen. The whole in thing the is about him. The whole no. volume. The whole the thing. Whole volume. Wherefore, God. when Messiah cometh into the world, after Yom Kippur, yeah. the high priest, yeah. we now have a high priest that is going to go into the holy of holies okay. one time. He's Amen. saying sacrifice and offering the Lord don't want. No but our body. By man no came more. sin. Amen. By yeah. man no comes more. remission of sin. It was man yeah. that sinned. The blood of bulls and goats have been shed for a long time. But they are not sinned. It was man. Mm -hmm. By man came sin. By man cometh also remission of sin. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, there was no pleasure. The innocent no, no, no. is being punished. Amen. The innocent is being punished. 
an atonement, appropriation, a replacement, a, a, a scapegoat is being offered. Then said I, look, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me. So Jesus spoke to his disciples and he said unto them, all things must be fulfilled which were written in Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms concerning me. It's about him. Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me to do my will. No. Uh-uh. Will of God. <laughs> will of God. To do thy will, not my will. Thy will. To do thy will, thy will, will O God. Thy will be Man done. have lost his way because he is saying, my, my, my. My, my, my. And he's talking about my will. But that's not with God. He says, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. I will. That, right. Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. will be done. My Amen. God. Jesus did not use his will. To will is present with me. The ability, the faculty, the ability is present with me to imagine, to desire, to aspire. To will is present with me. But yeah. how to perform, I got a problem. My Lord. I can will anything. I will to be whatever I want. But how to perform, it's not free. The deception took place through the philosophers. Took place in the Garden of Eden. To will is present with me. Satan could will all he want. He said, I will ascend up above the stars of God. Eve said, I will eat of this tree. Adam said, I will, I will. And the Lord says, well, after you finish, tell me what happened. They had to run. They had to run. Jesus said, I am the way. Amen. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the ends thereof are the ways of what? And death. It look right. He said, don't go down that road. I'm telling you, don't go down that road. You're going to find heartache, pain, destruction, shame. He said, I am the life. I'm the way. The truth and the life. Some to honor. And some to dishonor. Then said I. <coughs> look. I come. In the volume of the book. In the whole book. Don't make them fool you. From Genesis to Revelation. He said it's written of me. I come. To do thy will. O God. He says I come. To do your will, O God. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. The Lord speaking to them said. Beginning 
with verse 44. Luke chapter 24, beginning with verse 44. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. When you start with Genesis, in the beginning God created. All yes. things were made by him. It has to be fulfilled. The Lord explained it. He opened your understanding. Oh, you didn't know before Abraham was I am? So he, he took them to Moses. And yeah. he broke it down. And he told them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection. I am the bread. I am the shepherd. I am the bread of life. I am that I am. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It's written of me to do thy will, O God. Verses 8 through 10. Above when he said, sacrifice and offering, and burnt offerings, and offering for sin, thou wouldest not, neither ask pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will. O God, he taketh away the first, that he may establish the second, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Bishop Stevens. Amen. Amen. Do you have it? No more burnt offering, no more animal sacrifice, no more blood sacrifices. He said, look, I come. I come to do thy will, O God. He take it away the first. Those lawful things, those blood sacrifices, those, those, those things we use to offer God for, for our sins. No more of that. No more of those. He said, now to the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once. Once for all. Jesus gave of himself. Yes. So no more perishing of the, of the animals. No more blood sacrifices. Punishing the innocent. Year in, year out. No more. Jesus now has become the propitiation. He has become the atonement. He has become the offering. One time. One time. Amen. Christ once for all. Not just one, not just for the Gentiles. For all. For all that will come into belief of Jesus Christ, he has sacrificed himself the very last sacrifice. No more sacrifice needed. Amen. Amen. So now here he says, above when he said, sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings for sin, thou wouldest not. He says, neither ask pleasure therein which are offered by the law. The Lord said, it does not give me any pleasure. It does not bring me any pleasure when you come say you're offering for sins. Folk tell you, make a sacrifice. Bring us. God said, no, that, that stuff don't bring me any pleasure. That means he's not pleased. He said, there is a sacrifice that is pleasing. 
There is a sacrifice that is effective. There is a sacrifice that can do the atoning work and he sacrificed himself. He said, our body has to prepare me. He came to do the will of God. Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He manifested himself. He said, I covered you in the garden. I took you through the Red Sea. I protected you from your enemies. I am the one who will give my life for you. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. The shepherd don't give the sheep for himself. The shepherd protects the sheep. A good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Then said he, lo, I come. I come. I come in the flesh to do thy will, O God. So he take it away the first. So those first rules and regulations and statutes and ordinances which were against us, he nailed them to the cross. The price for sin has been paid. Paid in full. It's nailed to the cross. And now he offers himself by the which will we are sanctified. Now we are set apart. To the offering of the body of Jesus Christ one time. One time. One time. We are sanctified. We don't need Amen. any makeup. We don't need any touch up. Amen. Well done, though, good and faithful servant. An effective job. A proper job. A well done job job by the which will we are sanctified vessels unto yeah. honor to the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all <coughs> now verses 11 to 14 presents another picture let me read it and every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. Bishop Stevens. Never. Never. So again, this, this repetitive, lawful state of mind, ministering, mm -hmm. offering time, the same sacrifice, the same sacrifice. Daily, over and changes. over. It never changes. Over and over again, you give the same thing, which can never take away sins. At some point in time, you must be asking yourself the question, we need to do something different. We have to do something different because we are doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome. Madness. Every year. Madness. It's not going to happen. The Bible tells every, us. Yes. Every priest standing daily. Daily. Ministering and offering. Oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sin. Well, I, I'm wondering if, 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 if there's a time when, you, you know, you offered a dove and that didn't work. Then you offered a lamb, that didn't work. Then you find yourself a goat, that didn't work. Then you got yourself a big bull, that didn't work. So, <laughs> what more can you find? You cannot use an elephant. I mean, you're going to find a whale next time. So, the same, it's like, it's, like, it's like doing the same thing, having the same repetitive lifestyle, Expecting a new outcome. Sister Paula says she has a outcome. Sister Paula says she has a yeah. question. 
Yeah, I was gonna ask the question that um, I know within their heart they love the Lord, they love God. You know within their heart, oh, I believe. Let me they see. love the Lord. Yes, I believe based on what um, working for the for some of them, and I see how they they operate. I'm going to say that I think they do love the Lord, but because they're in blindness. So, do you think even what they did yesterday is? Um, do you think God accepted? I mean, you might not know the answer because. He tells you the answer. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I have no pleasure in it. None. None Let whatsoever. me read it one more time. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. He says right here, above when he said, sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings. Bless the Lord, Dr. Katenga. He said, we're reading, we reading from Hebrews chapter 10 and we at verse 8. Hebrews 10 verse 8 above when he said sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not neither as pleasure therein which are offered by the law but do you know that we no do pleasure. it too because I, I was going to come to that go ahead we do it too because somewhere in the Bible it also tells us that um, you know we come with our new moon and our feast I believe Right, mm -hmm. and the Lord said that He didn't. First of all, He didn't. He didn't ask us to do it, and we come before Him with all these things, and He's not even. It's not even accepted, but yet we still do it, though. But and this is why we preach and why we correct. <laughs> Verse eleven, and every priest standeth daily, ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sin. It comes back to a part of the answer that you gave and the question. Have you ever gone to church and see people? They say, all those that need a prayer come. And they form a line. And every week they go up in the line and they pray for them. Every week they go up in the line and they pray for them. Every week they do the same thing over and over and over again. After a while, you got to touch your head and say, wait a minute. Is the Lord saying his grace is sufficient for me? Is the Lord saying his strength is made perfect in weakness? But it says every priest standing daily, ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifice, which can never take away sin. They're not getting healed in the body. They're not getting relief. Go ahead, Bishop. Sister Brown, if you, yeah. if you, I'm sure you know this passage of scripture very well. Mm -hmm. Psalm 51 yeah. and verse 16. Mm -hmm. Psalm 51 and verse 16. Yeah. So this was not New Testament. Okay. This was Old Testament. Okay. The Bible said in Psalm 51 and verse 16, "For thou desirest not sacrifice, right? Else would right. I oh. give it." Right. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. So David is saying here, if you wanted these things, I would have given it to you. They don't want it from way back. From way back then. If you wanted these things, I would have given it back, given it to you. So here David is saying, all oh, the sacrifice of God are a broken spirit. A broken and heart. Oh God, thou will not despise. Jesus was broken for us. 
sacrifice for us. Amen. That he won't despise. Mm. That was acceptable. That 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 appeased God. Right. It appeased his wrath. Was doves calves. That was not gonna work anymore. You're gonna kill somebody for what you did. You're gonna kill an animal for what you did. Okay, and me to understand this, and probably I'm not I'm not getting it where they are concerned. Okay. The Bible also speaks about that blindness has come upon them, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're on the right track. Right. So we now. know that they are in blindness, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking because he has allowed that to happen to mm. them. Right? He said blindness in part. In he, part. Right, no, he's right, but he has allowed it to happen. Yes, to them, in right? part. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm thinking that because he allowed that to happen to them for us to come in, right? Mm -hmm. The Gentiles. Mm -hmm. If it's still accepted then. So mm -hmm. that's that's my my reasoning, like No, it's not accepted. We settled okay. that already. We okay. settle the question of acceptance. Yeah, but because okay, maybe I'm not. <laughs> no, no, you 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 you, you articulated he, it perfectly. Right, because he allowed it to happen. That's where you nailed it. Right, so that's what I'm trying to figure no out. No man can come except the spirit draw him. So okay. you nailed it right there. You nailed it right there. He is saying, neither from the Gentiles nor from the Jews am I accepting what I don't ask for. He's asking for okay. repentance okay. from both Jews and Gentiles, but with a little difference to the Jews. He says, with the Jews, they are partly blinded by right. me, right. Right. by me, for, us to, for to you change. to come in. Right, right. So you nailed it. He says, please don't bring me the, uh, go kill it. He said, don't do that. You see what I'm saying? He said, blindness in part is come to the Jews until the fullness of the Gentiles be coming. So what he's saying, he wants from them, not those kind of, I used to tickle and clean but out the place. But if they're blind, blind uh, people can't see where they're going. But, he says, when their heart is turned to him, you see, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Mm -hmm. It is not the people. The people, the people wanted Jesus. And the Jews want Jesus. But the religious is the chief priest. And the rabbis get in the way. For example, whenever the people want to begin to move in a certain area, mm -hmm. they bury them, even if they are alive. They call them, they say, you're dead to me. Mm -hmm. they, they, so the, chief, the ones who are up there insisting on going in their own ways block the people. It's like you hear me talking about all of us being a royal priesthood, a holy nation. But you have some priests who say, I'm the clergy and you are the laity. Therefore, whatever I say goes. And if you try to go against it, they, with a the whole group, right, I know that. Yeah. they turn against you. So yeah. that the people, the people want to come to God. But the priests of Midian, the priests of Jupiter, the priests of Baal, and the synagogue of Satan is preventing the people. So the people cannot make their individual decisions. Remember the Bible says, and the chief priests and the rest of them stirred up the people so that they would crucify Jesus. So blindness in part has come to the Jews 
until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. But at the same time, the Gentiles now, he's saying to the Gentiles, repent and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Don't you see some of the Gentiles don't come? Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. He says you cannot come except he draw you. He have a place, a position that he fit you into. Nobody else can fit that position. But he says, we have to sound the trumpet right. or else their blood will be required at our hands. Back in your hands, Bishop Stevens. Amen. Amen. So, verse 10. Amen. Yes, it says, by the which will we are sanctified to the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all, for both Jews and Gentiles. And every Amen. priest standeth daily ministering, offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, verse 12. This man, yeah. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. Bishop Stevens. Amen. Amen. And so this is now where the, the rubber hits the road. All these years of sacrifices of blood offering and laws and ordinances being given, Jesus Christ has now come Amen. in flesh and has now offered himself as that sacrifice. So what we saw was the lamb, the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world, no wonder they use lamb as the offering consistently. But that lamb was a physical lamb. It was blood offering. It could not wash away sins. Amen. So they kept doing it over and over and over. It was a repetitive motion, expecting to have something different happen. It just would not happen. The Bible said, but this man, this man after he offered himself, offered one sacrifice for sins forever. Not just for one year, not for two years, forever. Now sat down on the right hand of God, the right hand of power, the right hand of authority. He is now able to now, to now go up into the heavenlies now, into heaven, into the temple of heaven. We no longer have to worry now about, about the enemy. Look at the enemy, now have to go to Christ. Amen. He must now ask permission. He just can't come at you anymore. He needs permission so nothing can happen to you unless God allows it. So that's why there's, the Bible said, no man cometh unto me unless he's drawn. So now, that's, what, that's one of the reasons. You don't have to talk about Satan. You see what I'm saying? That's the mistake people making. Satan has been cast down. The Bible tells us, listen to this. The Bible says, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever yeah. sat down on the right hand of God. They were told. Oh, yeah. they were, John saw him coming and what did John say? Behold, look, the Lamb, the lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. They have no excuse. They have no excuse. John told the people, and when they came to him to be baptized, he said, Oh, ye generation of vipers, what warned you to flee from the wrath which is to come? So John told them, This is the Lamb of God which is going to take away the sins of the world. 
But the people came and they came to John to be baptized. But the leaders, those that stood in the way of the people, prevented them from going. John said, Behold, the Lamb of God. What does it mean? Here is the sacrifice. No more bulls and goats and the blood of turtle doves and all that. It is the blood of Jesus Christ which take it away. You kill him. Satan is defeated. Jesus said, I saw Satan cast down as lightning. He can't do a thing except he get permission from Jesus Christ. Jesus said, All power is given unto me. Where? In heaven and in earth. So the Bible said, yeah. we preach Jesus. Preach Jesus. And Jesus makes the difference. He crucified from henceforth. Verse 13, Bishop. From henceforth. Expecting. Expecting. Till his enemies be made his footstool. My gosh, my gosh. Of an expectation. That you're changing your language. Amen. That you're changing your thinking. That you're changing your approach. I say, you know, I expect my enemies to stumble and fall. When my enemies would come upon me to eat yeah. up my flesh. What is my it's expectation? What is my expectation? I'm expecting yeah. to see them stumble and fall. Amen. Expecting. He says... Till his enemies be made. So you have to have the right expectation. You can't have negative influences and negative thinking and faithless thinking for, oh God, I don't know how we're going to do it. This is impossible. The Bible says nothing shall be impossible unto you. Folk will make you fear. Folk will make you doubt. Folk will make you not try. Nothing. Huh? Go ahead, Bishop. Are there any questions? Anyone have any questions? Dr. Katenga? No, everything is clear. It's clear? It's a, well, let me ask you a question, Dr. Katenga. No, I, I, I have a question. Um, when you speak about sacrifice, yes. And if you remember Job, what he used to do when his children could have a feast, Job had a, had a duty. To go and make a sacrifice to atone the sins of God. He was thinking probably lest his children would have offended God. So mm -hmm. time and again would go and uh, make a sacrifice. But now, how many sacrifices was he doing? It was after each, every month, whatever. Now Jesus Christ, he came down and did only one sacrifice. And that sacrifice, it covered the entire world. Amen. It covered the entire world. And he gave a free will to each and every person that whoever will receive him and have faith in him, then is going to inherit the eternal life. Amen. Because, um, just sister, as you say, sister, Jesus um, Christ has been given power and authority amen. in heaven and on earth here. He's the only one. Amen. He's the only one who has the way and the truth and life. 
Amen. He's the only one that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Sister Amen. Sammy. Other sacrifice that are going to Sister and Sammy had a yes. question. Yes. Yes. Um, my question is, uh, Jesus came and um, sacrificed his blood for our sin. Mm. And yeah. uh, I would like to know um, if those people that still practicing um, sacrifices and burnt offerings, and uh, the people that are in the flesh, sinners, people that know um, that some certain things, the word of God doesn't want us to do it, and they're still practicing it like a sin. Someone will practice the same sin over and over. Amen. Are they going to be judged the same? like those people that still practicing sacrifices and burnt offerings and to answer that question that is the dis you call that the disobedience of cain mm. you call that the disobedience of cain the bible says he that knoweth his master's will and doeth it not beaten. shall be sister paul has said beaten with many stripes mm -hmm. because he Amen. knew his master's will and he did otherwise but the servant who did not know the servant who did not know and then he did the wrong thing he's still going to get beaten but the bible said with what few stripes so it's the sin of Cain you know what was right and you know what was wrong and if you deliberately choose to do the wrong thing you're gonna get a lot of punishment mm. but if you didn't know then you're gonna get a few punishment I want to go back to something dr. Katanga said that we might just take a little look at it a lot of times we read about what Job did and he would offer sacrifices for his children but was that right was he doing the right thing they were now grown. His children were grown. They were having parties and they were doing all kind of stuff. Was Job doing the right thing? Job did. Job did what, what was what was good in his own eye. I mean, you know, your parents will always pray for you exactly. at a certain up to a certain age. They will always, you know, look out for your for your. Ah, your let me change it a little bit, Bishop. What does the Bible say? about offering sacrifice for one's soul should Job be offering alright should Adam be offering the sacrifice for Cain and Abel well I don't think he should be offering a sacrifice mm -hmm. the, the Bible here is telling us, telling us that he does not have any pleasure in it he has no mm -hmm. pleasure in, in burnt offering he had no pleasure in, in, in blood offering. What was his responsibility to his children? Like Abraham. You know what the Lord said concerning Abraham? He said, I know that Abraham will teach his children. He will do what? Teach his children concerning my laws. So what Job was doing, it was well-intentioned as a parent. 
it was so he would offer for them all the time sacrifices for them so when we study the book of Job we're gonna see what happened we're gonna get a different look once we start studying the book of Job he should get them and teach them to offer sacrifice the Bible says that Job was a perfect man a upright man Job but think about it Job said the thing that I feared, Dr. Katenga, help me. A lot, a lot of times you say, Dr. Katenga, help me a little bit. All the time I hear you, you say your daughter told you one time. What was the thing that Job feared? Sorry. Job said, the thing that I feared. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah, was the thing? Remember that is yeah, Job, yeah. You know, my daughter was telling me that dad why do you always say something negative about my future because i'm at school and you fear that anytime probably i'm gonna get pregnant or whatever don't ever do that because job what he was thinking is what happened to him he was saying let my children let me just no, go ahead. I'll read it again. You see, what yeah. happened, Dr. Katenga said, you taught me the right way. You instructed me. You told me the way that I should go. So you must teach me the way. Train up the child in the way that he should go. Wanted to grow, yes. Go ahead, doctor. You say you're going to read it. Let me read it. And our time is almost gone, so we're going to wrap it up when we finish. Go ahead, yeah. sir. It's found in um, Job chapter 3, verse 25. It mm -hmm. says, For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Mm -hmm. What did he fear? So, mm -hmm. go ahead. He feared that his own children, because they liked uh, holding parties, feasts, and um, he was saying that uh, because of such, the devil would come in and, uh, and destroy them. And exactly what he was thinking is what happened. His children died. Exactly. Now read me Genesis chapter 18, Genesis chapter 18, verse 19. Genesis chapter 18, verse 19. 19, it says, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Now you see the difference? What Abraham yeah. did, the Lord said, Abraham will teach his children. So instead of him going and making the sacrifices for them, he teach them what the Lord requires. 
What do the Lord require? The Lord require justice and judgment. So, a lot of people have their children and they grow them up in church and they bring them up in church. But they don't really teach their children to know the Lord. Like Eli. Samuel's children, the same thing. So, mm -hmm. the children grow up in church. 